Welcome to the Self-Awareness and Self-Compassion Podcast, formerly known as the Full Spectrum Feeling Podcast. I'm your host, Blaise Schwaller, life coach, mom, and former tattoo artist. I help people heal their past, speak their truth, and love the lives that they're living now. Join me here every week for conversations on how to live an imperfect but fully engaged life that embraces all the feels so that you can stretch into your best life while enjoying the you that's here right now. Hello, it is Blaze. Welcome to Full Spectrum Feeling. This week, let's talk about the miracle of our bodies and how we're somehow able to navigate through sickness most of the time. So here I am still alive, navigating through sickness. It's crazy. I feel so much better than I did a few weeks ago. So I know you heard my voice several recordings back. The the sickness that I didn't really catch, but my whole family did. But I guess I had and just happened to weather it a little bit better. And I've been noticing the pattern, right, of how we handle sickness and how it moves through our bodies and the different ways that people respond to it. So I think in general, our family is a hibernate kind of family. Like you get sick and you should just lay down, go in bed and don't, don't do anything. And I personally love that strategy for being ill. And yet it doesn't often happen that we're able to do that. So my husband's been pretty sick and he has not had the luxury of going down and being able to just sleep through it like he normally does because he's had to work. And he also is allergic to our cat, which is so sad. So generally speaking, you know, he's, he's weathers life just fine and it's not that big of a deal. But when you have an allergen or something that's always irritating you and always costing something for you to show up and be healthy, when something knocks you down, it just, that exacerbates it and makes it so much harder to recover. So I've seen that in him where he's just having a tough time kicking it and breathing is tough and there's nowhere for him to go where he feels like he can. And that's sad. And then there's our child and she just, you know, has the strength of a million souls where she just is ready to play no matter what. And even though she's sick, she doesn't care. She just wants to play. And I almost can remember that feeling. <laughs> I feel so old now. Like I can't remember actually being that, um, unfazed by not feeling great. So she'll be like, yeah, I just really don't feel that good in my stomach. And then she'll be like, whatever, let's have cake. Let's play. Let's do whatever. I think I'm going to puke. And she'll puke and then she'll cry about it and then just be over it and ready to play some more. And that's incredible and not the way that I handle things at all. So I think our personalities come into play too. Like (laughs) what's your take on illness and how do you want to handle it? And I think I get grumpy I don't want anyone to be near me. I don't want to be near anyone. I actually don't really want much help. I just want to be left alone when I'm sick. Like, just let me have my tea. Let me have my bed. Let me curl up and be grumpy and miserable and just stare out the window. Because I also find that any kind of physical illness, like it, it taxes the brain just as much as everything else. And my ability to take in information and process it and have coherent thought or even bother to make thoughts about it is low. I I can really benefit from just staring out a window and looking at nature. That seems very soothing. Even just staring at a wall, like just not having to take anything in. Very, very nourishing in times of illness. And my general tolerance 
for noise and input is extremely low then. I mean, it's low generally, but it's extremely low when I'm sick. So it's like, it magnifies your nature and yeah, maybe that's what illness does. It magnifies your nature and it just sucks away your energy. And maybe that's why it magnifies your nature is that you don't have any extra energy to pretend to be something that you're not anymore. Eh, that kind of makes sense. I could be full of shit, but it seems like it. <laughs> you have a kid and their inner nature is to just bounce around and want to play and they still will do that even in the throes of illness. Feverish and crazy, but still ready to play a game, read a book and cry about it. Why aren't we doing more stuff? I'm so bored, you know? Like, gosh, I do remember that being a kid and wondering why I had to be sick all the time and why I had to sit on the couch when all I wanted to do was go outside and play. And then, you know, now that I have my own child going like, well, of course you can't go outside and play because it's just really hot out there and you already have a fever and like, you don't need to get even more feverish. <laughs> running around just makes you cough even more. And I'm trying to help you work that out. But there's a difference between moving a little bit and getting rid of phlegm and running around and giving yourself like a really hard time breathing. So it's a delicate balance to strike. And I guess when you're an adult, you got to be in charge. So that's what you got to do. Ah. Uh, and then as the illness passes, noticing the amplitude goes up, right? So the, just the contrast of having felt so crappy and then starting to feel good and having energy, like whatever normally would feel like a baseline of energy feels like you have so much energy and you're ready to run around and climb trees and do extra chores. So I found when I started feeling better, partially like I accumulate frustration it's a thing that I do. I hold on to my frustration and I have it like an angry squirrel. So I need to express it somehow and get it out of my body. And I do that often by just, I like to organize things and have my hands and stuff. So either it's making art or typing or cleaning dishes and putting things away. I cannot stand clutter. So I'm like all the kids toys and stuff that exploded in the medicine and all the dishes that we didn't get to because we were too sick to deal with it. I just went into full on cleaning mode. I'm like, I just need all of this crap out of the way. I'm going to do every load of laundry and make sure that things are clean. And it made me feel so soothed and so much better. And I watched, you know, my daughter explode and just make more crazy whirlwinds of stuff. So she's taken over the entire downstairs with just games to play where there's pillow forts and all of her little animals have little houses and they want to go visit each other. And they're acting out the desire to have friends and to get together for parties and all the things that we haven't been able to do. So it's very sweet. And I've enjoyed that. I think my husband's coming around and he's realizing how much he needs the rest and he can't continue to work even part-time days because it's just wearing him out and he needs to recover. So being able to give him a space for that rest. So I'm looking at my weekend going, okay, what are we going to do to get out of the house and let him have a room where we can just close it off? No cat. He can sit upright, cough all that he wants to watch a show and just sleep for five days. Well, obviously he only gets two but I wish there was five. I get it. Ah, oh. and I would like to just sit outside and enjoy the weather. Like the heat broke. It's not so bad. I think it's that the humidity also, like with the rain that happened the other day, cooled it down. Like it's not, it's not so awful. And even when it says it's 80, it doesn't feel the same as when it's 80 and humid. So it's been quite pleasant to be outside, to breathe some fresh air, to get some sunshine and to not feel oppressed and, 
you know, that thickness in the air when it's really humid and it just makes you feel like you're drinking as you're breathing in the water. And that's nice sometimes, but generally speaking, I prefer not to have that. I only want that if I'm like hovering over a cup of hot tea. I'm like, mm, herbs, that's nice. But I don't want to just walk out my door and breathe sweaty pollen air. <laughs> the sweaty pollen air, that's a thing. Yes. So I'm glad that we're all on the up and up, getting healthy. Nobody has pneumonia. Life is good. We've survived. No COVID. We're not passing it around. We've been able to successfully isolate for the most part and successfully reunite with friends and everything after. So that is fortunate. Sometimes you just gotta flow with what life gives you. And I'm already in the prep mode of, oh my God, school's starting. I mean, by the time this airs, it probably already started. And that means exposure to more germs and the likelihood of getting more things and <laughs> the great microbe exchange that is sending your child to school and knowing that they'll come back with everything that they haven't been exposed to over the last few weeks. So I guess I'm getting ready for that. It's strange to have the thought too sometimes when you just get really tired that you're like, well, if I actually get sick, there's an excuse to just sit there and do nothing. And no one can really deny that you're sick. So you can just sit there. It's not what I want though. I would much prefer not to uh, deal with that. It's not worth it. Mm. May you all have health, a healthy, healthy autumn and enjoy fresh air, some sunshine and some rain. Got to get all of it. Hopefully some really delicious food. I am looking forward to harvest season and like I'm ready to get back into the soups and just potatoes and all the earthy things and just, yeah, crusty bread, dunk in a bowl. Oh, so good. Hot tea. I haven't actually had hot tea for a season and a half now. I just haven't been in the mood, but I'm ready. I'm ready for some warmth and yeah, comfort and hopefully some nice cloudy rainy days with actual rain and the pitter patter sound. Such a good, good sound, good smell. I like all that. Mm. Yes. So happy healing to all of you out there who have been going through illness. I hope that you honor the way that you get through it. However, that is, if you sleep it off, if you work through it, if you just have someone wait on you hand and foot, whatever it is that you need, I hope you get that. And I will catch you next week. Have a great one. Thanks so much for joining me. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and share it with someone you love and leave us a review. You can learn more and get some self-compassion tips and tricks by visiting coachwithblaze.com, where you can sign up to get my free booklet on overcoming anxiety, overwhelm, exhaustion, and burnout. I'm sending you so much appreciation and love, and I'll see you next time.